Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. Here we go, here we go. Another episode of the CTC Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Minifield. Got two of my friends on here. Max Millie, let's start with you today. What up? What's going on, world? How you guys doing today, man? Hey, we got Dom Joe. What up, Dom Joe? Hey, man. What's the world, man? I'm truly blessed to be on here, man. And uh, I'm happy to be on here with you guys. Boy, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. That's a man that's been hurt, Chase. He's been hey, hurt. Man, hey. <laughs> oh, man. just died, man. That's very positive. No, nah, but if you compare Dang. it to yesterday, last week's podcast, uh, you know, your guy come on, ski mask, wait, ski mask. <laughs> hey, Chase, what I tell you, man? He ain't going to bring the same energy when they lose. I told you that. Yeah, now, now today he got his tie on and his suit. And he, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> last week he was straight thugged oh, out man. coming onto the podcast. Alright, oh, now man. what's up, boys? Y'all good? Oh, Alright. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, this, this week he's blessed. This week he's blessed. <laughs> I was blessed last week. Blessed. <laughs> so, what, what's up? What's up? I, I mean, I got I got thoughts on the game. I think the game was a very good life lesson, to be honest with you. But um, well, you want to go ahead and give us that life lesson? Because I got a life lesson about this game as well. Go ahead. Man, I, I think, man, bottom line, bro, uh, we we gotta we we were too patient on it. We didn't bring no pressure. We didn't bring no pressure, man. Once once we had them injuries, bro, we sat back and it reminded me of 2000, 2010 when Coach London's first year when all we did was play cover four. You know what I'm saying? That's all we did. We just sat back and let offenses do whatever they wanted to. That's what that's what it looked like after we had those uh, two key injuries on um, defense and offense. Second half, we banned the run game. I mean. So the run is like a jab in a boxing match, man. You need that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter how no matter how much the game changes, bro, you got to establish a running presence, man. We just stop running the ball. Well, it is what it is, man. One thing about Dom Joe, this is why I don't like the loss. One thing about me, I'm going to go down, going down with my guns, bro. We ain't go down with our guns, man. We just sat down. You know what I'm saying? On defense, I'm going to get it, bro. Drew Brees, passing, do whatever you got. Forget that, man. I'm going to be in his face all game, bro. Ain't no four-man pressure. We Like what you say, apply pressure, bro. You got to apply pressure. It's the playoffs. What we sitting back for? You know what I'm saying? Well, let, me go ahead and get, let me go ahead and get my um, two cents in on this, what we're learning from this. First of all, everybody listen to this podcast. Just just rewind your tape and count how many we's and I'ms Dom Joe just used in his theory of a team that he don't have nothing to do with. You're right about that. You're right. Win or lose, I still got to go to work. You're right about that. I ain't getting no playoff We should apply more pressure. <laughs> I would have been in his face. I would have been in his face. Oh, man. Hey, man. Hey, that's the one thing you got to take away from this game, man. Listen, you got to separate reality. You got to separate reality. Just from the fake... The fake confidence and stuff like that that we talked about last week, you got to separate reality and not reality. All right, guys? You know what I'm saying? If you ain't got no pads on, if you don't take no hits, hey, hey pull yourself out of there, man. That ain't, that don't got nothing to do with you right there. That's, that's, a, that's a bad life lesson, bro. Hey, 
I'm just letting you boys know, man. You wait, you wait too invested, man. Y'all wait too invested up there. Anybody that's talking about weeds and, and arms and y'all boys ain't played a snap. <laughs> y'all boys yeah. ain't played a snap, man. The only reason, the only reason Max is laughing is because his team sucks, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we, we, we do suck, but look. Oh, I come on the podcast with the same energy. Win or lose. Win or lose. But I know I know them, them Redskins is a little tough this year, man. You know, we've been tough the last couple of years. But you guys got one Super Bowl win, and then now Dom Joe come out here hooting and hollering, put your mask, ski mask, ski mask, and then they lose in a terrible fashion today. And Dom then you Joe's came out here with the church choir speech. Hey, Dom Joe's Dom Joe's day to day is dedicated off the off the uh off the Eagles, man. Go look at his stories right now. Go look at his stories on IG. <laughs> What's wrong with my story, bro? I'm just saying, your whole day is predicated off the Eagles. On Sunday, bro, on game day? You heard me? In general, your identity as a person. Your identity as a person. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Anyway, man, what else can we take away from this game, bro? I'm just trying to go over here and review the tapes real quick. Oh, yeah. So five hours ago, shaking my head, the world doesn't get it yet. Dom Joe. Ski mask season in full effect with the with the huffing uh, emojis. <laughs> like it's time to go. <laughs> like it's time to go. I got to put this loss, man. I can't really put the loss. I got to put the loss on the coach, man. For real, for real. I don't hey, like the game right, plan, let's, bro. Let's, let's talk about that then. Let's talk about that then. That's a good way to segue into this good conversation right here. Let's since Dom Joe's putting on the coach, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys a quick story about Dom Joseph and how he and how he uh treats a coach when he don't feel like he agrees with his principles. Um there was a time in college when when Dom Joe, when coach coach was in the in the in the uh, after the game, after the loss, coach was in there trying to get everybody together, final, final words before we get out of there. And Dom Joe disrespectfully t- puts his towel on. And walks right in front of coach in his face and hits the shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Is there any explanation for that, two three Joe? Is there any explanation for for taking it to the showers in front of the head coach? Well, man, <clears throat> I, have a, I have a very they good have, explanation. They had to go grab him out the shower. Actually, yeah, Coach George did get me out the shower, man. Well, I didn't. I didn't turn the water on, man. But Coach George was in the hallway. You remember how the bathrooms were? Coach George was in the hallway in front of the shower, looking at me like, "Man, you better turn your ass around." You know what I'm saying? So I turned around. You know what I mean? I ain't, I didn't make it all the way to the shower, but in retrospect, I probably should have, man. Made my point clear, bro. Um, what was your reasoning, my, though? My reasoning. Um, yeah. So my thing was, I felt like that game was predicated off bad play call, man. We They scored two same touchdowns. Thing, same thing you just said about the Eagles, man. <laughs> hey, man. Same thing you just said about the Eagles, man. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? I think, you know, it was, it was, they scored two touchdowns on the same play. You know what I mean? Something that we should have adjusted. You know, they got a bad matchup. They got one, a, a, a speedy guy on Steve Greer took advantage of that matchup twice. And we lost by like seven or ten or whatever. Um, and then I just felt like y'all know, y'all know how it was then. Um, it was our senior year. I knew how the previous year turned out 
and I wasn't really in the mood for rah-rah speeches, man. I knew, I knew, I knew the, I knew that the season ultimately fell on the senior shoulders, not what Coach London said. So I knew what I knew what I had to do. Go back to the drawing board. All this rah-rah stuff wasn't for me at that point, right there. Like that's not going to change the outcome of nothing moving forward. So let's just hop. You know what I'm saying? Put the put put your stuff on so and get on, out here. So you, wanted, so you wanted the rest of the boys to follow your lead and take it to the showers on coach? I didn't really care, bro. It was a bad example, bro. I shouldn't have did it. You know what I'm saying? But I had a reason for doing it. Oh, man. Hey. So that's what I wanted to get out of that story right there. You got to quit blaming it on the coach, man. We got to quit blaming it on what the coach. Man, coach might have made some bad decisions. Might have made some bad plays. Only thing we can do is play what coach calls, right? Only thing we can do is play what coach calls. But at the end of the day, Coach ain't played a snap just like you ain't played a snap uh, today either. 20, what was your left corner's name? Left corner's over there giving up 12 yards cushion all day. I mean, I seen one time he gave up a corner to Ted in and then went up to the outside linebacker talk, talking about push back. Hey, push back. <laughs> Come on, man. I said that, too. I said that, too. I was like, man, Maddox got to trust the speed, man. He's fast. He, he gave, he gave Ted Ginn a little too much respect out there, bro. Hey, man. Hey, man. Pig in car quarter with 20 yards cushion on both sides. He don't get beat in front of me. He said, I ain't going to get beat deep today. He came into that yeah. game with the mindset he ain't going to get beat deep today. And then yeah, have the nerve to go tell the outside linebacker he need to push deeper. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> nah, and not, not when you oh, got Kamari back there, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can't push too deep. But, um, I mean... I, at the end of the day, it's a team game, so there's enough blame to go around. But it starts with the coach. That's how I feel like. If the coach sets the mindset like, yo, we're going to get them, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like this, this is how the Saints play, right? The Saints play kind of like ISO basketball, man. They find a, they find a matchup, they sing you up, and they bomb on you. That's what they do. I would have took my chances with that than having, sit, than having Drew Brees sit back there and pick his own apart. You know what I'm saying? That's just my philosophy, though. I'm going to get it. That's me. You feel me? But it is what it is. That's a, that's how you build. Yeah, bro. That's what's up, man. Max, what you get into this week? Oh, hold on. Before we get into that, I just want to make sure we call these picks out. Chase Minifield with a good 5-0. and Clemson, win. Rams, win. Saints, win. Patriots, win. Chiefs, win. Dom Joe's picks. Chargers, loss. Colts, loss. Eagles, loss. Rams, win. Alabama, loss. Max's picks, Rams, uh, win. Colts, loss. Pats, win. Saints, uh, win. Alabama, loss. Three and five, Max. Dom, one and five. Bad week. Chase, swept them. All right. Max, swept what them. you got in past week? Man, been a busy week for me. Actually, I was, uh, I've had a couple of classes and some, some tests and stuff I got to do just to further my education and then get a couple more certificates and expand my business. So I've been doing that all week. Got it. Nice eight-hour class on Saturday. So I got about one more week of this stuff and then the test the next week. So I'm going to be busy this month. That's good to hear, man. You know, I got some feedback from this past episode of people being concerned about Dom Joe doing construction projects without a, without a license and certificate. Gotcha. Hey, Chase, hey, I know you remember. Dom Joe one time, I was, I was asking him to help me out with my house. Like, man, I'm just trying to do a little something, a little, you know, room over the garage. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me a, send me the plans. I said, all right. So I'm getting ready to send him the plans. I'm um, just on Instagram messing around. I see Dom Joe doing a little circle at the office. 
talking about I'm the only engineer in here with an engineer degree. I deleted that email so fast. <laughs> hey, man, he's going to get himself in trouble out here. He's going to get himself in trouble out here, man. Hey, I don't know what he's doing. Hey, man. Hey. Y'all know y'all know, y'all know what I really do at the engineering firm, man. Y'all know what I do. I make it rain, bro. I'm business development. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. I bring the business in. I kick them. I kick them to my engineers, man. <clears throat> you know what I mean? We and, and and we get the job done. However, man, I, this, this real this real life this real practical that I'm, experience that I'm getting every day. I might just you know what I mean? Might just be one of these blue collar engineers, man. You know what I mean? I get it the Philly way, the ski mask way, bro. Let me tell you, I think I know what the people was worried about, Chase. I think they're worried about. No, 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 no. This oh. is just another thing. This is just this, is, this just goes with what I just told you guys about Dom Joe and this, this Philadelphia Eagle stuff. He really like he thinks that's what he is. He thinks he's there on the field, bro. He ain't heard nothing about no, we heard nothing about no ski mask for fifty-seven episodes, man. The players start talking about ski mask way, and he got ski mask as a second picture on his IG. That was that was what was that like two Sundays ago, three Sundays ago, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, the people that was playing playing was out there talking about ski mask. Now Dom Joe out here ski mask. Hey man, that that ski mask symbolizes a lot, man. You wouldn't get it though, because you're not from Philly, and and Eagles aren't the only ones in Philly that really be upsetting, you know, people. And, you know what I'm saying? Like we really do this all the time. I'm saying it's really not but a surprise. But I'm saying is why you is why you on that right now? Why you on that right now, bro? You too you too huh? easily influenced by the players. What are you talking about? I'm influenced by my city, bro. What do you think? What do you think, man? It's, it's Sixers time now. You know what I'm saying? So when when we win when when we go to the um to the conference finals this year. You know, because that's going to happen. I mean, no, 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 it's no. Be the same All I'm saying thing. is this. All I'm saying is this. If, they the if, 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 if the Eagles team team didn't say ski mask, Dom Joe wouldn't be talking about no ski mask over here, man. <laughs> no, I adopt, the, I, adopt, I, adopt I, I support the team. I adopt the campaign. Thanks, <laughs> bro. What do you mean? That's, that's what we do. You know what I mean? Right. Same, thing with, same thing with the Sixers, or, you know, uh, I don't think. See, I didn't have a cat to raise, but every time the Sixers won, they raised the cat last year. But, uh, I didn't have a cat to raise. Raise, raise the cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Dom, let, let me ask you, Dom. Else, so, I has that pay- project started? Has that new project started that your pops threw you on? Which one? The one you was talking about, you better be the project manager for, even though you ain't finish your classes. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, Keep me informed about that. I want to hear about that. Yo, I didn't. Yo, pop, we. I didn't go to the meeting because pops didn't go to the meeting. He's like, man, I haven't been to one meeting yet, man. We're gonna get you on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled you out. He pulled you off of it, man. Hey, I couldn't go in there without backup. <laughs> they might ask something you can't answer. Something you can't come back from. <laughs> we ain't gonna set ourselves up for failure in here, man. Oh, yo, we got a oh, man. Or helping hands tomorrow, man. Hopefully, I can get this. Uh, I, I said that meeting early too, eight a.m., bro. I'm saying so. Hopefully, we can get this school man, play around with at the academy, play man. Don't uh, play around with him right there, um, man. Yeah. So I was at uh, Las Vegas all week, man, and uh, I guess we had the CBS oh, yeah, conference. 
it was pretty solid, man. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. It's actually my first time in Vegas. Uh, I had to hit the, I didn't hit the, uh, the, the Kevin Hart glasses. The glasses pulled down. You know what I'm saying? Hey, when he walked up in that joint, he had to pull his glasses down. You know the pool was closed, so it wasn't none of that actually going on out there. But um, that was a good solid, man. I met a lot of good people. Met a lot of people doing dope things. Had a had two Forbes events, which is is has been pretty cool. That at all these different events, Forbes be doing these little private events for all the previous and current thirty on the thirty members. And a lot of them are doing dope things. Met a couple people that have been bought out for like nine billion dollars and some crazy numbers like that. So you know, just then. Talking to those people is pretty cool, you know. Exchanging contact information, all that. Um, Kanye West showed up to CES, uh, and then <laughs> looking like a freaking idiot boy. He didn't show up like he got something that he want to see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but other than that, man. Other than that, uh, I went to go view Steve Harvey's. A uh, little stand up or a little he had a little program where he did a little talk on technology, and he said some pretty solid stuff, man. And what stood out the most about what he said was the fact that he says even though he make a million, hundred million dollars a year, whatever he makes, he's still the puppet. And he didn't, that's not exact words, but that's what he meant. He's still the puppet, and he's still being controlled by the puppet masters because he's still working for everybody, even though he's on TV. He's the most person on TV all day, every day. Got all these different gigs, Miss America, Little Big Shots, um, Family Feud. You see Steve Harvey, he's one probably one of the most recognizable faces in the world, making $100 million. He said, the reason why I'm trying to get into tech is so I can have something that I can pass down to my kids. Because right now, what I got is what I got. And once I'm gone, they ain't going to have nothing. So I thought that was probably the strongest thing he said, man. Ownership, man, is probably the strongest thing we can have as individuals. And us being entrepreneurs, that's probably the... That's obviously the the path we got to go. What's your thought, um, Max, on uh, ownership and the importance of being owners in your, in your either properties or business ventures or in life in general? Man, I think ownership is big for me. Um, you know, I think it's more about legacy. Anyone can make a lot of money, but if you can't leave a legacy for your kids, you know, once you're gone, everything you've done, I don't, don't want to see it's gone, but it'll only last for so long. You can create a legacy or something that you can. What's the what you doing, Max? What is that? Audio, man. Yeah, audio's not working. Hey, I'm going to go. You're you on muffle right now, boy. I'm like you underneath your sheets. <laughs> nah, man, I'm on my, I'm on my bows, man. I'm on the same thing I've always been using. It's it's what's up, underneath your sheets. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm in my room. So maybe I just had to. Uh, let me adjust my headphones a little bit. That's a little better. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, all, right, just, all right, cool. Like I was saying, man, I think, I think it's, it's really about what kind of legacy you're going to leave. What are you going to leave for your family? So, you know, anyone can make a lot of money. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with it if that's what you want to do. But if you want to, you know, leave something like a legacy, you got to own something. You have to be the owner of it to leave. Even if you don't want to leave it for your kids, you know, just at least give them that option. Um, so it, it's tough if, you know, if you don't own anything or you don't have any something that, that generates passive income that you are the sole owner of. It's, it's really tough to pass anything down if you're just, like Steve Harvey said, if you're just working for somebody else. That's real. Dom Joe, what you got? what's your thought process on the importance of ownership? Um, yeah, I think it's very important. Um, <clears throat> there's different types of ownership, though. Like, maybe a business isn't for you. Maybe, maybe it's property, because property is something that 
as long as you have it, it holds value. It may not be liquid, but um, if that's in your name, you know, depending on the value of what's going on around that neighborhood, that property, it, it, it could do a lot of things for you. And it's not necessarily a business. Um, leaving a business to your family can kind of get tricky because uh, business is tricky. man. I know some people that are caught up in that right now and <clears throat> they're bringing their kids in, but their business isn't really profitable. They got they they owe a lot of money, and um, even though it's up and running, they it's not it's not really profitable. Yet. So you gotta you gotta own stuff the right way. What I'm, what I'm saying too, you know that that's a real point that I don't think Max touched on. That um, is very important. Just owning something is cool, yeah. But if you have if you own taxes on it, if you owe taxes or whatever, man, you don't want to pass you don't want to pass a mess down to your kids either. You know what I mean? So that's true. Um, but these are the three things that I wrote down that Steve Harvey said that stood out to me. Um, you can't Google success. You can't Google exposure. So basically he was saying that everybody tries to Google everything nowadays, but ultimately success comes down to hard work and exposure comes down to actually getting out there and doing something. So you can't get exposure from Google. You can't get success from Google. And I guess that's, I guess the first comment is kind of debatable, but I understand what he was trying to say. Um, then the second thing he said was, I don't care what I what your I don't care what your idea is. If you're soft, your idea ain't going nowhere. Meaning that obviously perseverance and it takes tough minded people, tough people to get through with building anything. Um, and then he said, "Hate is louder than love," which I thought was kind of interesting because he was talking about all the comments you get on your page as an Instagram person, as a celebrity. I guess he is on Instagram. He gets all these comments, but then if somebody writes one hateful thing, it gets the most. He gets the most publicity over all the love and stuff that he receives on his page. So he was saying that hate is louder than love. And people take time to hate, but people that actually love you won't actually put in that time to actually say it. Um, so out of those three things, which one stands out the most to you guys about those three ideas he wrote, he gave me, or he said in his little speech? Matt, you want to go yeah. first? Um... I definitely think the they all definitely ring true, but the second one, man, I think perseverance is one of the most important things. And I know, you know, this generation they call millennials soft and entitled and whatnot, but um, there are a lot of people, honestly, who just get out there and just hit the pavement, man, and make it. And the thing is, they just, you know, that doesn't really sell, so that's not what they promote. But, you know, just for people out there, man, if anything you do, you start that perseverance, that dedication, that hard work is going to outperform a lot of people who just have that talent. So I think that's one of the most important things. Thanks, Fred. Um, <clears throat> I think next, uh, that's what stuck out to me too a lot, but since you already took that one, I'll go with uh, hate is louder than love. I think that's true. And I think um, like that's it, even true for like, you know, somebody might be complimenting what you're doing. And then, but the one person says something negative about what you're doing, and that's the one that might stick with you, you know, just because everybody loves you. This one person, the the minority doesn't like you, and it might, you know, hinder your your mood, or it might make you lose a little bit of confidence. Man, it's important to not focus that and block that out, and um, you know, focus on the love, man, because it's easy. So let's put. Yeah, go ahead. You got someone else to finish it? You gonna, you gonna finish your statement off, man? I don't want to cut off that good gas you be got you be having out here. 
<laughs> no, I just I think it's easy to uh, let something let like the the small a small inkling of unconfidence um, sit settle in your brain and be like, dang, you know, you start questioning yourself: is this for me? Is it is this for me? You know, I think uh, you just got to challenge yourself to, like I said, persevere and stay positive and surround yourself with positive people and, and count your progress. So let's talk about that today, then. Let's talk about negativity. Let's talk about negativity surrounding any idea you may have or any any vision you may have. Um, just just dealing with negative people that 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 almost want to keep you hold you back, like feel like you hold you back. Like, um, I mean, sometimes it's your parents, sometimes it's your your friends, sometimes it's your people you don't know, sometimes it's it's anybody, but. We've all encountered times where you try to either open up to somebody or you try to tell somebody about an idea of what you have a belief in yourself and what you think you can do. And somebody's like, nah, I don't think that's a good idea, bro. Like, like Don Joe, he might go out there and he might be like, yo, I'm about to go press man all day on this guy right here. And I'm like, hey, bro, you might want to back up, bro. And you might want to back up. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, nah, man. Nah, man. I'm about to go ahead and do my thing. Um, have y'all ever experienced that? I'm sure y'all have, but... What's some experience? And I'll tell about my experience and real quick, but or after y'all get done. But um, what's your experience with just dealing with negativity? Oh, I got and I got a good one. Moving forward, I got a good one. Go ahead, Dom. Man, helping hands, man. Um, when when Chase brought the idea to me, and I told my dad I was doing it, he looked at me like I had two heads, and then he found all <laughs> these, he found all these reasons why it didn't seem like a good idea. So when you're going to go to Temple and you're going to pitch cleaning to the to Temple University. Yeah. You don't you never cleaned anything. Well, what makes you want to be a cleaner? I get some help. You know what I'm saying? Like just, oh man, so where are you going what are you going to do about insurance? What are you going to do about this? That like he had all these reasons why I shouldn't shouldn't have did it. And I literally just sat back in my chair in the office. And I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I'm going to do it, man. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And now, oh, hey, how's open hands going, man? Oh, you got slow open hands right now, man? Ooh, man. Sheesh. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He, he's ask, always asking about it, intrigued to see how it's going now, man. If I listen to him and said, you know what, Dad? I think I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> I, I might be up a creek right now, you know? And you, it, you know, that's funny. Time, Go ahead. That's funny, man, because, you know, uh, I got a similar, obviously, stories with my with my dad uh, and his and and his like. I think it just comes from being a parent and wanting to to wanting to see the best or don't want you to fail or something like that. But ultimately, you know, especially with both our dads, like they're successful entrepreneurs, and we want to. I don't understand. With me, is like, why you think that I'm gonna have struggle doing this and going out on my own and doing trying something else. Um, and you probably experience the same thing. Like you gotta go out there and let let us fight on our own. That's just how we build, right? But um, yeah, big you just gotta go out there and fight on our own. What you got, Max? <laughs> yeah, you know, I agree with both of y'all. I think our parents do it out of a place of love, where a lot of the time the people around us do it out of a place of jealousy, or they just honestly, some people just don't want to see you succeed, and it's not always people that you know your friends or family, but. Just people that are in your life that, you know, just don't think that you're somebody who can't succeed or want to see you succeed. So 
you know, I want her because my mom was the same way when I told her, you know, I'm gonna start my own company, you know, and she was did not want me to do it more of a place of, you know, I had a great job, making good money, a place of love. She parents don't want to see their kids struggle. You always want your kids to do better than you. And for the most part, our parents do everything they can, so we don't have to struggle like them. So with y'all's parents, even though they started a business entrepreneurship, they know the hardship. And so in a parenting way, weirdly enough, they don't want you to go through that, even though that's what it takes to become successful. So um I think you just got to use that negative energy, honestly, to fuel you to do better and, and prove them wrong. And that's uh, where a lot of people honestly do the best is by using that fuel. So. No, that's and I think that's where, that's where athlete uh, comes, comes into play. Be, being an athlete. Um, yeah. Because I mean, we're, we're accustomed to going into hostile territory and expecting to come out with the win, man. Like imagine we listen when we beat Florida state, man, if we listen to all the fans that was, giving us the chop when we warming up and when we coming out the tunnel, you know, or like all week or um, you might somebody, I remember one time I batted the ball down on Duke and um, I guess I celebrated too much or something, cause, but Twitter was like roasting me. Like, why is Dom Joseph celebrating so much? Da, 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 da. I'm like, sheesh, man. I guess they wasn't feeling that. <laughs> <way. laughs> hey man, I think Florida State was one of the most prepared games we were, man. We, we were playing the chop every day of practice, and and honestly, we we definitely used that fuel, man. We weren't gonna let it scare us. Yeah. I think a lot of teams go to that stadium and get nervous. We did the exact opposite, and it worked. That's well, what that's my, the thing. Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know, I'm about to come. With that's, the, that's the thing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like walking into hostile territory, coming out with the whip. I don't even know what I like more: home games or away games, man. You know what I'm saying? I like, I like, away, games. I like away games more, man. That Florida State game was one of my favorite games. Uh, ever. Away game is my favorite game, man. I, I love away games more than anything, bro. And obviously, uh, I'm trying to think back, but uh, obviously, you know, the Miami incident I had when I threw the ball in the stands at the man. And then uh, you know, <laughs> the Florida State game, I pushed the kicker after he missed the field goal. It's a whole bunch of things. <laughs> you did. You push that man. Why you push him like that? Hey man, I don't know, man. Sometimes things just get the best of you, bro. The most is get the best. But um, the thing was, he got to come out and kick it again after that, though. Hey, hey, curse, curse to the Duke coach. Oh yeah, curse to the Duke coach. Okay, he had the Duke curse coach, coach mad at Coach London. Told, told our coach, told our coach, told our coach, f this damn stadium. At <laughs> <laughs> the home game. Hey man. <laughs> hey man. This is y'all y'all started going. Dom Jones bringing up too much. I didn't mean to you didn't have to take it all the way there to the home. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're talking about <laughs> the way. Hey, hey but, man, uh, won't you explain? You had me explain my my incident. Won't you explain that one? <laughs> let me tell hey you this man. story real quick. Well, let me tell you this story real quick, man. We beat Duke, right? And we hate Duke, man, because Duke beat us. I don't even know how Duke beat us previous years, man. But anyway. So we beat Duke, and Chase is yelling, cursing the cursing the Duke head coach out. Come to the sideline, Coach London says, "Chase, if you don't relax, this is gonna be your last game in this stadium." He looks at Coach London. He says, "F this damn stadium." <laughs> hey, that adrenaline gets the best of you sometimes. Hey, that's, everybody, everybody can attest that knows me that. I'm a different dude than when I played football than when I was outside of the football game, man. I'm a different dude, man. Just, I don't know where those things come from. I don't know who that guy is. But um, <laughs> emotions, get the, emotions get the best of me a lot of the times. And 
usually didn't end up too well when you reflect up on the field. Uh, but uh, it is what it is. You know, you play the game one way, and that's how I felt like you played. You play the game as a glad- with a gladiator's mentality. You play the game with a gladiator's mentality that we're going out here and we might not come back. That's how I was always taught. <laughs> that's how I was always brought up, man. You think I'm playing? Yeah. I've been my coach for forever, and that's the type. Of, that's the type. Of, that's the type of way we took the field. Is that we might not come back, right? You know what I'm saying? So, that was my mindset that went into it, man. Uh, you know, from when I was little, we always had the flag. We swung the flag when we came out, but our flag wasn't like the American flag. Nah, that was the war flag. And then you know you had to. My dad had the little shakers, like the African shakers. You do the beats with your pads and all that. That all resembles war. You know what I'm saying? That all resembles war. Oh, you know man. That, that all resembles war. So that's the only way I thought of it is, man. Like, hey, this is, what we, this is all acceptable right now. We about to go in and go in. And everybody that's wearing the opposite colors is, is, uh, is, up to, is, is a possibility that they might get hurt. You know what I'm saying? So... Protect yourself inside the white lines at all times. So that's the only way I knew. But what I wanted to talk about before we got off task and had to explain some things. Um, and once one, and before I get on there, I love Scott Stadium for all my UVA listeners. Don't even think I don't love Scott Stadium. Scott Stadium did a lot of things for me, man. But at the time, Coach Leonard was acting soft. Acting soft, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so just let him know. But um, I'm probably the last person that had to get ex- escorted out the stadium. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They they made me leave the they made me leave the bench early with the security guys, man, because they because they didn't know what was going down after the Duke game. But uh, it was all good. Um, so what was I about to say? So, so I was on a podcast recently, and a guy asked me, "So how do you have the with, with entrepreneurship being so risky? Why do you keep on taking these risks? Why are you okay with taking these risks? And why are you okay with starting things that might not be successful or quitting your job and doing these different types of things like that?" And I said, "Man, I'm not scared to hit zero. I'm not scared. I'm not scared to hit E. Like that's not nothing that scares me at all. So when somebody comes to me and tells me that, you know, and I think I posted on my Instagram recently that I like no's. No's I, no's motivate yeses, man, for me because ultimately, I've been I've been a zero. At least I felt like I've been a zero um, because of ACLs and those type of things. When you felt like you can't, you don't got nothing left, and you felt like as an athlete when you can't run or you can't lift up your leg, that's probably the that's probably the lowest point you can feel right there. You just can't even do nothing. So. And I'd have been there two, three times. And so I'm like, man, I'm not even scared to hit zero. I'm not even scared to hit the floor. Like, I'm willing to take the risk of, of, of what it may do for hitting the floor versus bouncing up off the floor. Because when I'm at zero, I know I can bounce back from zero. So that's kind of my mindset behind it when I feel like people are negative or I feel like that they're not in belief of what I'm capable of. Like, don't bet against me. That's why I told, that's why I was telling one of my friends the other day. I was like, you don't want me to be the person chasing you. Like, you rather me be in front of you than, than me chasing you. Because if I'm chasing you and I can see what I'm trying to get, then I'm going I'm to I'm relent. You ever seen those movies where you got like a robotic person chasing you? He ain't changing speed and he ain't never stopping? Oh, yeah, that's the guy you don't want chasing you, man. So so be the guy that you don't want to be chased by. <laughs> that's exactly who you want to be. The guy that you don't want to be chased by. The guy that's running full speed and he not slowing down. He not fatigued. Um... Cause he got, he got, he got, he got extra in mind as far as what he's trying to do, what he's trying to be. Um, so, so what's the difference? So there's different hate. There's different types of or negativity. There's negativity from like people that are close to you that like, and they feel like, 
man, you trying to get big time or you trying to you 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 blowing up or you glowing up on what I'm doing? Like people don't like that right there. And then you have obviously like the parent type of situation where they're looking out for your best interest or think they're looking out for your best interest. Um, have y'all ever been in a situation where you feel like your friends or peers or maybe somebody that you went to high school with that y'all just not as cool as y'all used to be? Yeah, I can't tell though, man. <clears throat> I can't tell if it's I don't have as much time anymore or um, it might be a little bit of jealousy, like Max said, man, because it is it is risky, man, and it's um it takes it takes a little bit of confidence, and you gotta it's a little stressful, you know. So it's a it's scary. You know, so a lot of people don't want to take that risk. They talk about it, doing it. They have all these ideas, man. You know what I'm saying? They never do one. You know, it's deep you waters out there, huh? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's but, deep waters out there, man. It ain't it ain't meant for floaties. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> it ain't meant for floaties, man. You gotta be you gotta be able to swim in the water, bro. And come back. You know. <laughs> Hey, I got Dom Joe. I got Dom Joe feeling good right now. He just he just stood up and looked in the mirror and walked back. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Oh, only reason I'm sitting down right now, I gotta stay close to my charger, bro. But yeah, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I think that's a big thing too, Max that Max touched on with the jealousy, man. I, I, there's a lot of people out here, man, that that there's people that come to me with their hand out. Um people that I love I love the people that want to partner, man. <laughs> oh man, maybe I could get in and partner. Get in on what? Well, he wasn't there. Well, come on, man. He wasn't in here in the inception, man. What you? Because it looks good from the outside. You want to get in on it now? You know what I'm saying? He wasn't with me shooting in the gym, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. So I, I think a lot of stuff has to do with just the whole security and scare factor too. A lot of people are scared, and then they're just like, "Dang, he actually did it. Why don't I do it?" You know what I'm saying? What advice you got for people that's in the same shoes that you might have been in a couple years ago? Um, where you about to? What do you know? Just what? What advice you got for people that's about to go? That's that's standing at that standing at the ocean, about to walk out there into them deep waters in the dark deep at night hey, you gotta, with no you light. Gotta, you gotta hold tight to your vision, man. Um, you gotta hold tight to your vision. Um, and uh, you gotta have like-minded people around you. Like I ain't gonna lie, man. It's sometimes, man. And sometimes I tell Chase, I be like, Chase, man, we doing this right. What are we getting? Hey, Joe, just do it, man. All right, bro, I'm going to do it, bro. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to have, have like-minded people around you, man, that's going to push you as well. But from, like, the negativity standpoint, man, your vision is your vision. It's not anybody else's vision but yours. So if you know that's what you want, bro, your vision wasn't meant for anybody else to see. So you got to go get it. And if it's really what you want, you see it, you go get it, man. Visualize an attack and don't worry about the negative noise because that's always going to be there no matter what. Max, you ever had any situations where you kind of start digressing from people you were really close to, um, either because y'all are doing different things or, you know, you feel like it may be a situation where um, or they might experience like some, some type of hate over love type situation? And you're like, where is that coming from? Just because you know you're trying to maybe do something that they might want to do or something like that? Uh, definitely, man. I, honestly, I've, I think I've gotten lucky where I have not experienced that from people I'm actually truly close with. Um, you know, most people I keep around me are trying to do the same thing or at least have the same vision and the same goals, at least now that I have. And, you know, we kind of help each other out and boost each other up. But definitely going throughout school, man. I, I always wasn't the best student. I know a lot of athletes aren't the best student. 
And I think all the three of us come from similar backgrounds where we went to pretty good schools where, you know, you had all these kids that wanted to be cool with the athletes, but also did really well in school. And they were just hoping or knew that, well, you know, most athletes after high school, they usually turn to doing nothing. Um, it doesn't work out for them. And, you know, when they see that's the opposite, they're like, dang, these kids had an amazing high school career, amazing college career, and now they're doing business on their own. Like, I thought it was supposed to be the other way around, like where they had a fun high school. But then after that, it's supposed to be my time to shine. So they get a little jealous. I would say those are the people the most that, you know, I might have been acquainted with, I'll say. And, and now you just either don't speak or, you know, it, it usually just comes from a place of jealousy that they thought I was going to have a fall from grace or, or something like that. And it just never really happened, I would say. So the thing I would say um, for everybody, the thing I would say for everybody is the fact that everybody don't want to see, everybody don't want to see you win. Everybody's out here for the betterment of themselves, even the people that's closest to you. When it comes down to it, everybody's doing, looking out for themselves, man. And you know, that's just, that's just a survivor's instinct. That's just a survivor's instinct. But understand that um, you got to look out for yourself as well. Dom Joe, Dom Joe, this is a this is a great Dom Joe story right here. A great Dom Joe story, man. I know we don't have about 100 Dom Joe stories on here today. But Dom Joe, I remember, I don't know, Max, if you heard this episode, but we were about to go into get this contract for Helping Hands, and Dom Joe, he, he calls and he threatens me that he let go of the rope. You know what I'm saying? He calls and threatens me that he let go of the rope, man, because I'm in bad communication. Oh, he over communicates. He hates his bad communication. Oh yeah, I'm in bad communication. So he said he gonna let go of the rope. I'm, I, and I told him, I told him specifically, hey bro, you becoming a thorn in my side. Oh, a thorn in your side. Oh, a thorn in your side. Okay, I'm gonna give you a thorn in your side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? So oh, man. ultimately, but that's respect on both ends because Dom Joe got to do what's best for Dom Joe. At the end of the day, you know, Dom Joe didn't want to be out here with people knocking on his door. But people knocking right. on his door out there in Philadelphia, man. And uh, I understand that. I understand that. So, you know, we had to we had to figure out what, what was going to work for both parties. Um, we had to figure out what was going to work for both parties, man. So, ultimately, if you're facing a vision, if you're facing a goal, if you got an idea, if you got a dream, people going to have some, some type of pushback on it. Some type of pushback on it. And like, like Steve Harvey said, it ain't going to be easy. It ain't gonna be easy, man. Uh, it's gonna take perseverance. It's gonna take tough-mindedness. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, if you see it through, if you want to take it through, then you got all the ability and all the opportunity to do that. And that brings me into my last question of the day, which was the question that we didn't answer yesterday, last time period, our last podcast, the CTE podcast, was the fact that um, can everybody be successful, man? Can everybody be successful? Like, if you are resilient. If you are working hard, if you are putting in the time, does that equal success no matter what? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I think everybody can be successful. Um, I think in life, it's really not that hard to be successful, but like it all depends how you do. It all depends on how you define success. Um, I was looking at uh, my financial advisor's compound interest thing, right? And he was saying, if you save right now with this stock market, uh, say if you if you save a hundred dollars a month for ten years, you have like some number of six figures. You know what I'm saying? Now, what you do with that hundred dollars could be for your kids, and that's successful. That's leaving them something, giving them a better opportunity than maybe you would have had. Um, I think that there's so many like 
there's so many people here in, in the world that um, do the bare minimum, man, that you stick out if you stay consistent and are um, hardworking and do what you're supposed to do and be responsible, that you can be successful, man. There's too many ways. There's a million ways to make this money. It's a million ways to be successful. successful. So, yeah, everybody can be successful. You just have to want to be successful. I think everyone has the opportunity to be successful if they're going to be willing to put in the work. Once you start making excuses, uh, I think it's where you get in trouble. I'm a big fan of Gary Vee, for those of you. If you're somebody who's not sure if you can do it, man, I would highly advise listen to Gary Vee. Watch his pod, listen to his podcast, watch his YouTube channel, do something. He said, I don't know if he was one who came up with this, but um, he says it all the time, anyone that's ever looked like you has done it, then you can do it too. So it's all about putting in that hard work. So I think everyone has the opportunity, but without the right execution, it just doesn't mean that you'll you'll be successful, just like in anything. For us, if it's in sports, we saw some guys who were the hardest working guys in the world, but if you just can't execute, you know, at the end of the day, you're just not going to make it. That's 100 right Thanks. there. So y'all see that video I sent y'all? Did y'all get a chance to watch that video of the, of the person shooting in the... Uh... In the in the in the uh, mall, yeah, I seen that. Hey man, that's that's that that. I don't know for some reason. I was in Las Vegas this week, and I kept on looking at that that stuff that happened down there where they were shooting out of that building, Mandalay Bay, down into the people mm-hmm. in the uh, little concert or whatever. I was standing yeah. right next to the hotel, so I was doing research on it. And I was just kept on thinking about what would happen in that situation. And then I'm sitting here, and I'm on World Star, and I see this video of my man. Running out the mall with with shots ringing, you know what I'm saying? Video recorded, <laughs> bro. With shots ringing, um, and then also I've been thinking for the past like week or two to bring this up on the podcast. Like, what do you think would happen on a flight? You know how they give you all those instructions about how this is going to operate. You know, pull your mask down. You know, go to the exit. Use the rafts. There's no way it's going to work out that smooth, man. There's no, there's no way it's going to work out that smooth. That's the only thing I be thinking when I'm listening to the to the to the freaking airplane video when we about to take off. All right, y'all telling me don't don't take this other person's air, don't help nobody else. Nah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's gonna be everybody for themselves on that plane, man. We start going down. I'm telling you, and y'all fooling anybody if y'all think it's gonna be a simple process. There should be a little bit more. Uh, it's gonna be a heck of panic, and I know their job is to calm everybody down, but it's gonna be a whole lot of panic going on. When that situation really happened, there's not gonna be no execution. It's gonna be a whole bunch of people running into each other and all that type of stuff like that, man. So, first of all, what you think of that video? The guy videotaping and running and getting out of the the mall while for shots is ringing. And I'm gonna I mean, one, I think that's a problem. That's a problem today is that people are too concerned about trying to go viral, get likes, something like that. Because I tell you right now, if shots ring out. The first thing I'm gonna do is run. I'm out. So yeah. don't look for me to help nobody out. If I got kids or something, I'm going to try to scoop them up on my way out. That's about the best. That's, those are the only people who can look for me is my kids. But hey, I agree with you because I'd be on the airplane and <laughs> I'd be in the exit row sometimes from the leg group. And when they ask me, you know, I need a verbal confirmation that if something happens, you'll be willing to help other passengers. <laughs> I straight lie to their face. Straight up lie to their face. And I tell you right now, if something happens and I'm able, I'm going to be the first one out the exit door. I promise you in my life, I'm going to be the first one out the exit door. So, oh. <laughs> so Yeah. I mean, it just is what it is, <laughs> you know? Hey, 
for all the yeah. for all the airlines, Maximilian just said if he's in the exit row, he's the first one out the door. <laughs> first one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the closest. Hey, I'm the closest to the door for a reason. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Look, I'll be lying right to their face. <laughs> hey, crazy, I'm gonna man. tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all. Hey man, I think. Uh, well, hold on, hold on. First, Max, you're right, but. Hey, if I have kids with me, if I'm by myself, when I hear them shots, boy, I'm hitting the deck. I ain't running nowhere. That's how you get clipped. I'm hitting the deck, and I'm hitting my army crawl to the exit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm the doing. army crawl, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know that army crawl that you're doing the barbed wire, bro? Hey, look, when you hit the deck, man, dog, you're, you're extending your surface area. You got to stand up and be out. Look, nah, you know what I'm saying? If I see somebody slow and crawling... Come on, now you making some easy target. You, you can't call nah, that. Thing, everybody else running out, bro. I don't care if I get stepped on, bro. I'm going to be out there rolling. <laughs> everybody else, you know what I'm saying? Them things spray, dog. Thing, hey, you feel me? Hey, I'd rather take my chances getting low than getting long, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last I would picture. Hey, Chase, let me tell you what I picture if that happened with Dom. I picture Dom running. Somehow tripping and doing the little flip roll, jump back up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't picture Dom being on the ground at all. Oh, yeah, man. I can already tell you. Once everybody's running around and he's over there doing the crawl, he's going to be looking at people passing him up. He's going to be like, all right, we got to abort. I tell you what, he's going to be going way too slow. Nah, bro. I'm going to be a speedy crawl, bro. Yeah. And y'all think y'all getting away from something to that to y'all, y'all think y'all hauling that so that bullet catch you about 30 to 30 yards down the road and I'm still crawling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. But uh hey, that's oh, funny man. right there. I, I lost my <laughs> I'd have lost my train of thought just now, man. <laughs> oh, I don't even know he talking yeah. about them things spraying. Them things spraying. <laughs> Hey, on the ground crawling. Hey, hey, bro. All I know, all I know is this, man. I just said this a couple times on the podcast. I'm not stop dropping and rolling like they do in school and sitting in the classroom. I'd rather take my own my own destiny into my own hands. I'm probably just like Max. If I'm in the exit row, I'm probably off the plane first. Um <laughs> It's gonna be a people it's gonna be a whole lot of people that don't if they have video footage of, of a plane going down, I probably y'all probably see me doing more damage than what the plane doing to people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Talking to people about the way, man. Um, oh, that's man. why I was surprised at that video I sent you. That my man was going down the escalator, just <laughs> just in just in traditional fashion. Nah, man. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, I'm moving you people. Gotta, you gotta book it down that escalator. Doing. Yeah. I'm so, um, yeah, that's about it, man. Hey, Donjo, man, you got any stories, man? I heard, uh, heard you had a little issue at the crib, man. People skipping school. Oh man, yeah, man. My sister, uh, you know, she got caught skipping school to go to Wawa. You know what I'm saying? And uh, she paid for it. How you handle that as a leader of the household, as somebody that your sister looks up to, man? How you handle that when you get that phone call? First of all, was you mad? First of all, you had to readjust your plan. Like, did you? How was that? How, take me through that, man. As a brother, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of, uh, you know, I mean, <clears throat> my mom. I'm a single mom, and you know what I'm saying. So. And she's a working single mom too, so like she's teaching herself, so she can't she can really answer her phone during school hours. So uh, you know, I get the phone call, and at first, first I thought she was sick. I thought she was like really sick, and she needed somebody to take her home because she couldn't. She takes public transportation, 
So if you're sick, you should get a ride home. So I thought she was sick. But then they told me that she yeah, they caught her and this is this is dumb too. This is dumb. So they 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 didn't like the cafeteria food with the cafeteria had on the menu. So what they did was she 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 skipped she didn't really skip school because she came back. But they snuck out the side door like the school didn't have video cameras, right? And then they got somebody to get, let them back in the same side door. But when they let them back in, the security guards was waiting for them. And they was late for class. So the security guards was waiting for them. And they took it to the disciplinarian. And, uh, and she she had they sent her home that day. But then she came. She, they had to do a pre, uh, parent-teacher conference the next morning so she could... You know, go back to school. My thing was, first off, I was just confused. Like, like, bullet, what was you doing? Like, why? You got all this food in school and you want to go to Wawa? That don't make no sense. For what? And then number two is a safety. It's a safety issue. You know you're not supposed to do that. But really, you you go to school in downtown Philly where, you know, bad things happen all the time. People get abducted, you know. So it's like you you don't want to be on the streets when you're not supposed to be on the streets. Because if something happens, you know, then it's everybody's problem. And I wanted her to get that point clear first. Like, it's a safety issue. Now, once we got off the safety issue, it was... Listen, this is, I told her something that my brother told me one time when I was messing up. Just do what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? If you do what you're supposed to do, life will be a lot smoother. That's it. Everything else, like, I can't reward you for bad behavior. So, yeah, you want punishment for about a week or two. You know what I'm saying? But the mo- the moment you realize just doing what you're supposed to do, do the right thing in every situation, you know what I'm saying? Life will be life will make a lot more sense to you. So that's really my point. That's real. That's real, man. Uh, solid leadership right there, Dom Joe. Hopefully somebody can use that out there, man. If y'all don't if y'all don't already, make sure you subscribe. If you got any, if you if you know any of your friends, take their phones, subscribe on the subscribe to the podcast from their phones as well. Um, you know, just just we out here just trying to make some outreach out here uh, with some positive messages. I'm gonna go ahead and get to this gas of the week. Y'all got anything else left before y'all want to say anything? Y'all want to make y'all pick for this week? I mean, for next week for uh, for um, football. Who y'all got? Who y'all got in the semi? Or the conference championship? You don't want to pick, Donzo? I'll pick. Yeah. Sound defeated. Sound defeated. Yeah. You got the Saints or Saints or um. The, or you got the Chiefs and the Patriots. Who you got? Man? Uh, I got the. I'm gonna have to go. I really want the Chiefs, but if I was a bet man, I go with the Patriots, man. So who you got, man? Man, let's go. Let's go. I'm gonna go with the Patriots, man. But I want the Chiefs to win. No, man. Okay, quit saying both teams, bro. No, <laughs> Which one do you want? I'm talking about for the sake of winning this competition that we in. I'm gonna pick the Patriots, but. In my heart, okay. I want the Chiefs to win. I like. All right, we just got the Patriots, yeah, man. Just take the Patriots. Man. Patriots. Everybody, write down Patriots for dog. All right, Max, who you got? Chiefs or Patriots? I got the Chiefs, man. I got the Chiefs. I like the way they're doing out there. Yeah, I'm gonna run with the Chiefs too. All right, then you got the Rams and the Saints. I'm still thinking. Uh, I got the Ra- I got the Rams, man. That offense is just is just killing it this year. Oh man, I think I'm gonna go. With the Saints because their defense is way better than last year, and um, you saw that today. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, oh um, man, I think that uh, I think they got two, two dynamic running backs. 
that can hit you either way you want to get hit. You know what I mean? Either way they want to hit you, man. You know what I'm saying? They can spread them out or they can run it down your throat. I'm going to go with that. Hey, Andrew Breeze. I'm going to go Saints. So I got Chiefs and Saints. Dom got Patriots and Saints. Max got Chiefs and Rams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Gas of the week. Gas of the week, boys. Uh, gas of the week this week is stars only shine in the dark. They're still there in the day, but really stars only shine in the dark. And I'm saying that to make you understand that if you want to be great, if you want to be star level great, you got to go into the dark waters. You got to go into the dark. You got to go where people don't want to go. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be extremely hard. It's going to be extremely lonely. It's going to be extremely uneasy. It's not going to be something that everybody is built for. So if you think you got it and you're ready to face it, walk out there and walk confidently into the dark. Walk confidently into the waters. Walk confidently into the into the shadows. Stand up. Ain't that what they say out there? Stand up. You know what I'm saying? If you are who you say you are, stand up. Big facts. That's all I got to say. If you are who you say you are, stand up. We'll holler at y'all next week.